Welcome to Take This Poem Podcast, where we explore the rich, wild things that good poems can do in the everyday lives of ordinary folks. I'm your host, Mary Guidis. Whether you're a longtime poetry lover like I am, or just barely interested, I invite you to take this poem. I hope it amends the soil of your life. I'm here today with one of my very favorite poetry buddies in the whole wide world. I love her. It's my daughter, Viv. Hi, Viv. Hi. Thanks for being here today. You're welcome. Welcome to the poetry closet. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of William Carlos Williams? A little bit. What have you heard about him? What do you know? He was a poet and he made a poem about somebody who ate plums. Yeah, I love that poem. I remember discovering it in high school and it kind of blew my mind how simple and um, I don't know I didn't know you could write poems about things like that but the reason I'm bringing him up is he has a famous quote he gave in a speech he said if it ain't a pleasure it ain't a poem and that's why I wanted to have you here today is because you over the last years have definitely helped remind me how fun funny and pleasurable poetry can be because it seems like you like the funny ones don't you mm-hmm so what book is that that you brought? Um, Animal Poetry. The Book of Animal Poetry by National Geographic published it, right? Yeah, and it was edited by J. Patrick Lewis. Okay. This book has been in our family a few years. It has huge photos of animals and a really good selection of poems. How many years do you think you've had this in your bed at night <laughs> looking through it? One or two. Yeah, you spent a lot of time with it, huh? Sometimes you'll come downstairs in the morning and tell me a poem I didn't even know you knew. Including this first one, you wanted to read the panda bear poem, right? Wedding Bears. What's it called? Wedding Bears. And who wrote it? J. Patrick Lewis. Okay, tell me how it goes. A panda by the name of Ling Ling met another panda, Ping. They fell in love the first of spring and plant. And hand in hand, Ling Ling and Ping planned a panda wedding ding. A fling, a ring, a wedding ding. The sun was shining, so was Ling Ling, standing hand in hand with Ping. That's a fun one, and it's got a cute picture of some pandas kissing. Okay, did you bring anything else? Any Um, other poems? mm -hmm. Squirrel Forgets. Who wrote this one? Lillian Moore. Where, where, where did I bury that nut? That sweet, plump nut that I carried away. Where did I stop? Where did I drop? That fat, ripe nut that I saved for today. Did I hide it deep and far or near? And why is a new green nut tree growing here? <laughs> Cute. I haven't even heard that one before. Okay. A couple more? Mm-hmm. Oh, the frog. By Hilaire Belloc. This is a favorite memory poem of ours. Be kind and tender to the frog, and do not call him names, as Slimy Skin, or Pollywog, or likewise Ugly James, or Gapagrin, or Toad Gone Along, or Billy Bandy Knees. The frog is justly sensitive to epithets like these. No animal will repay a treatment kind and fair, 
at least so lonely people say, who keep a frog, and by the way, they are extremely rare. Thank you. What do you think is funny about that one? Um, the names that they include. The names they say not that, to call the frog? Yeah. Like, what are those again? Slimy Skin, Pollywog, Ugly James, Gapagrin, Toad Gone Wrong, Billy Bandy Knees. Did you ever think to call a frog any of those names? No. I think that's part of what's funny is giving us ideas of mean things to say to frogs, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, what else do you want to share with us? These are all from the same book, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Who wrote this one? Ogden Nash. What's it called? The panther. The panther is like a leopard, except it hasn't been peppered. Should you behold a panther crouch, prepare to say ouch. Better yet, if called by a panther, don't answer. <laughs> oh, I love it. If I see Ogden Nash wrote a poem, I usually know it's going to be funny, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. So we wanted Eleanor to come in here and say one of her favorite limericks, but she got cold feet, so do you think... We could end our time together with you saying the limerick she was going to say. Go ahead. There once was a rhino from Tokyo who loved to tell joke after jokeo, but he also told lies of incredible size, which is how he became a rhinocchio. Viv, thanks for coming into the poetry closet with me today and sharing some of those poems. You're welcome. Part of my vision for this podcast was to have it be interactive. I pictured a virtual bonfire poetry reading where friends, family, local poets, and you can come together to warm our hands on some poetry. If there's a poem that has done some action in your everyday life, surprised you, delighted you, or maybe just more quietly worked its way into your bones, you know I would love to hear about it. Email me at takethispoempodcast at gmail.com and let me know your story. Maybe you can join me in sharing it with others as well.